Welcome to the Sharing What's Good podcast. I'm your host, Kim Spears. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Rocky Kelly, owner and operator of the Rocky Kelly State Farm Agency. Rocky is an inspiring example of a woman in business who used the responsibilities of life to drive her success. Welcome, my sister, Rocky. Thank you, Kim. I'm so glad to be here with you today. Rocky, I'm excited to chat with you today because you have a motivating story about family and responsibility. What led you to start a business? I am the third child out of four children, and we're stair children. So my mom had four kids by the time she was 21, and I'm the third one. And so we were raised in a very tight-knit uh, family environment. Uh, my mom and dad both were entrepreneurs. My dad worked construction, and he eventually opened up his own construction company. And my mom always kept a manufacturing job. And so she opened up a daycare that my two sisters ran. And so entrepreneurship has always been in my family. And so opening a business was always a goal of mine because I've seen the freedom and the uh, liberty and the financial success that my parents had. And so, you know, I knew I was going to be an entrepreneur. Obviously, after I graduated from college, I was thinking about opening up a kid's clothing store. But I ended up applying for a job at State Farm. And that's how I came to State Farm. And eventually was asked by my manager about agency. And so in looking at, you know, my goals and the financial stability of the organization and having that good brand to back me as an entrepreneur, I felt it was a good decision to go into agency because I knew all about insurance because I had been with the company at that time, maybe 15, 16 years. Did you have the support system to start a business? Well, the simple answer to that is no. But then later it became yes. And here's why I say that, because obviously in starting a business, it's never just that individual responsibility. When you're part of a family, which I was at that time, I was engaged and I had my son who was, I think, one or two. And so obviously having the support of his dad was critical. Long story short, as I progressed to open my agency, I didn't I didn't get the support from him I felt I should have. And so right before my agency, we broke up. Now that again wasn't in my plan. I had never planned to be one, a single mother, or two, have to financially support and start a business on my own. And so that's why I say no, I didn't get the support I thought I was going to get from that individual. But I did get the support and help from my parents. Um, and I really just say my mom, because at the time, I, my father was deceased. And so, you know, as anyone knows, starting a business is hard, but started as a single mom, a toddler at home, putting in, you know, 14, 16 hour days. Uh, it was, it was, it was tough. <laughs> It was tough. And then, you know, obviously having to go through a breakup, um, you know, mentally it was challenging. But what it also on a good side allowed me to do was just immerse myself in the business. Um, I didn't I didn't have any other distractions other than making sure I allotted 
some quality time with my son. And and that's what I did. I, I picked a Friday uh, night. I didn't work late. And then on Sundays, I didn't work on Sundays because that was my day to spend with him and to spend with the rest of my family just to keep me rejuvenated and to keep me focused and to keep my spirits high. My observation over the years is that you have a very tight-knit and supportive family. Oh, definitely. Because there were days, you know, after working till 8, 9 o'clock at night, by the time I went to pick up my son, he's asleep. (laughs) And so I either, some days I I went home and, and some days I didn't. I just stayed at my mom's house. And so, you know, that lasted for a good, I'd say, year and a half where... You know, I had to toil or struggle with the fact that, hey, not spending time with my son or spending the time while he's young, I decided to take the time while he's young and not spend as much time with him, hoping, hoping he would forget or not remember how often I wasn't there in order to really build a solid foundation for he and I moving you know, forward. And that's what it allowed me to do. What about mentors? Did you, do you have a mentor? You know, I, um, I did. There were people, um, obviously within the State Farm organization that had been agents before and were still agents that I obviously um, gravitated to and used as mentors. You know, I kind of look at it, you know, board of directors. Because as a business owner, I felt that I had to have a few people, you know, three to four people that I could go to and not necessarily all of them were in the insurance industry, but they had ran businesses or they had high positions in other organizations. They had led people, uh, coach people, and they just knew the corporate ins and outs uh, of business. And so there were three to four people um, that I had on my board of directors that would help me through, you know, challenges that you're going to encounter as a business owner, whether it be managing the business itself or managing the people uh, that you're going to hire, and then just managing the, the balance between work, you know, and family slash person, personal life. And so having that support in addition to family, if you can, is also critical or, or was for me. As a business owner, what are steps or tasks one must do to be successful? Right, and I think that depends, Kim, on the type of business you, you're going in because you, you will need financial capital, right? Because, you know, if you listen to economists or people who have been in business, they say pretty much you, you need to look at five years uh, before you can get into a red, get in, I mean, get out of the red when you're starting a business. And so... You know, having having that capital or having some capital is critical. And again, you know, I can't speak to how much people need. I'm, I know how much I had going into it, and I know how much I had to borrow. You know, with with opening up my business. But if you don't have the financial capital, physically or liquid, you definitely need to have good credit in order to get <laughs> the capital from a bank or some type of financial institution. But do your research, you know, uh, is what I would say, depending on the business. I know I contacted about 10 agents and, and they, I got the gamut, right? I, I got 
pay you only need five thousand dollars to you might need one hundred fifty thousand. Now, that being said, I had about fifty thousand liquid, and then I made sure I had another seventy five thousand dollars line of credit, which I didn't have to use. I heard you mentioned the expenses of running the business. Can you elaborate? You're always thinking about that, and so for me, because I, you know, I first looked at my expenses and my budget so I knew what was going out and therefore I knew what I needed to come in to the agency on a monthly basis in order for me to one be able to take home money to pay the office expenses and then also because I was a single mom you know I, I still had a home I still had mortgage I still had car payments so I had to take care of home and work and so understanding what those expenses are and then understanding how much income you need to bring in was critical. So I was very big on understanding my business as far as average premium, understanding what production I needed to hit on a monthly basis in order to produce that revenue so that I knew I had surplus every month. And so because I was very good at that, which I highly recommend, if you aren't good at that, you need to hire someone who is good at that to help you figure those numbers out. So for me, because I was aggressive in my sales goals, because again, I'm a single mother and I had to buy babies for shoes. So, and that's what I used to tell myself, you know, you got to hit these goals and you got to make these numbers because you're a single mom and you got to pay you buy babies and shoes, which for, to me meant I had to put money away for college. I had to make sure we kept a roof over our head, you know, those sort of things. And so I was able to have a profit to where I could take care of both easily home and work in about three and a half years. What lessons have you learned along the way? Being successful in a business just doesn't happen by chance. It takes commitment, dedication, and hard work. Um, and the, another lesson I've learned is that it never stops. And so... You have to not only, at least for me, you can't just think about yourself in a business because when you run a business, you typically do it with employees. And so another lesson I've learned is that, uh, you, you know, you have to treat employees, most of them like employees, although you want, may want to be their friend or really build that type of more personal connection. What I've learned is as the boss, as the leader of that organization you need to keep that separate because what will happen is those lines will get crossed and you will think that your employees should appreciate you more so than they do because you know you might be helping them move on a Saturday because you know they need help moving or you might be helping them buy a washer and dryer because they say they're broke down and they don't, you know, they don't have the money to buy one. Just keep those lines separate because it will allow you to make business decisions about your business and expect business results from all your employees. But the, the other thing I will say as a business owner, at least for me too, and maybe so much not a learning, but I do feel a responsibility in my community to financially position the people that I hire 
position them to have some financial, one, education, but two, help them have some financial stability. Pay is important. I think offering people benefits are important. I think if we expect people to get out of poverty, we have to pay them a decent wage. And in my, our business with being agents, we expect a lot out of our employees. So I think we need to pay them at such. So it's important to me that I financially position my employees so that they can maintain a standard of living that is better maybe than, you know, the last business that they came from. And, and so that's important to me. I'm not, I'm not saying it has to be to everybody, but I do think as entrepreneurs and business owners in this community, we need to, to give back to the people and to the community. And so, it, you know, I'll be honest, I'm at a position in my life where I could have retired the second time around, but it was important to me to come back to Omaha and help, you know, three or four young people who might not know the business. Like I had a young lady I just hired, she just knows nothing about insurance. It's an opportunity for her to grow and learn and then make a good living financially from it. And so that being said, as, as entrepreneurs, I think we do need to figure out what it is outside of the money, right? And outside of the business, how are you giving back to your community? How are you giving back to others? What are you doing to, to make a difference? There were great lessons that I learned with running the territory and working with other agents and helping them build their agency, right? And so I, I wouldn't praise that 12 years I spent in Milwaukee because it only prepared me even more so to run this agency and really understanding that it's really about the people you hire. It's about the people you hire. It's about how you treat them, how you set clear expectations, how you expect and demand, you know, excellence. Again, I mean, they're your employees, so just making sure you don't cross that line doesn't mean you can't be friendly, but they are employees and you're running that business. And so I'm so much more mentally, I was so, you know, mentally ready for this second opportunity as as a business owner. Than I was the first time. How do you stay abreast on what's new and changing in your industry? So, you know, being involved in networking groups is, is one thing um, that I do. Uh, my, I meet with um, other agents in the area. And so we have a study group that we form. Um, there's also, obviously, industry uh, designations that you can get to, you know, just to keep you abreast of what's going on. And then just, you know, just just reading, staying up on reading what's happening in the organization and then also in the industry, whether it be, you know, Money Magazine, Wall Street Journal, those type of periodicals. What's next for you and your business? Well, next for me is going to be retirement, Kimmy. <laughs> What are you grateful for today as you reflect on your life? You know, I am grateful for my past, my life. I was talking to my son who was 20. He's a junior in college. And he was just, he and his friend had came home last week and they were talking about how they were depressed and 
uh, because of COVID and all this other stuff that's going on, the, the election. But again, they're juniors, right? And so we all think back to when we were juniors in college, it's getting real about being an adult and being able to, you know what I mean? Because you know you're going to be graduating a year and a half and you don't know what the heck you're going to do with your life. So I think that's how they're all feeling. But I grew up in a household where there was entrepreneurial spirit. And so I knew I would be a business owner. But there was also, you know, back in the 1960s, 1970s, growing up in a black family, you know, there was just stuff going on just from a, you know, getting whipping back then and, you know, mom and dad not getting along. You know, there were things that drove me to finance, to be financially secure. And so I'm grateful for that, right? And so, although it wasn't my, my childhood, it was a great childhood, don't get me wrong, but when it was great, it was great, but when it was bad, it was bad. And so that drove me, though, to be financially secure. So I'm grateful for that. Being able to give him things that I, I, I didn't experience that was for you. I mean, we got a chance to go to Alaska, we've gone to Italy, we've gone to Europe, we've gone to Austria, we've gone to all these great places, you know, Paris, that my son has got to go to before he was 18, 16, in some cases, that I didn't do till I was 40. And so I'm grateful that I've been able to provide him a life that I didn't have. But that being said, I'm also, because now when I look at his life, you know, I'm thinking, what, what the heck you got to be the person <laughs> You do, you looking pretty good, right? Um, but what this has taught me is that although trivial to me, his problems may seem or the things that's going on in his life may be, they're still reality to him. So I'm, I'm just grateful that God has given me the discernment to look at the here and now with him. Today's interview with Rocky Kelly teaches us that self-motivation and a support system are important keys to success. Find what motivates you to keep your flame ignited. If starting a business, nonprofit, and or another endeavor, remember to surround yourself with people who can mentor, encourage, and teach you. Finally, let us remember to reach back and support the younger generations. This is a K-Cross Spears LLC production.